0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world today, this is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast. How are you doing out there today? We are back for more fun and excitement. Took a little bit of a break there, but we have some great content, uh, some great stories, some great interviews, and just all-around good stuff. But before we get started, I just want to let you know you can find the Adult Fitness Podcast wherever you get your podcast from Google Play, Podbean, you name it, iTunes, we are there, rocking, rolling, living it up, having a damn old good time. Pardon the adult language there. But um, we're going to be chatting today about something that I've thought about for a little bit and I wanted to talk about while I was... Down here in the old, the old dungeon, the old basement, and we're going to be chatting about fitness in the winter time, how to stay focused during the holiday, the upcoming holiday season, how to make sure that you are not falling off that proverbial wagon, as old Chris Kringle gets together with Jack Frost and causes you to miss your workouts. Um, So, yeah, we're going to be touching on a little bit of that, and I think it's important this time of year because we're just at the beginning. Um, We are a week past um, Remembrance Day, so that means that as of this recording, it is November the 18th, and we've got one more week until the Americans celebrate their Thanksgiving, which would also be their Black Friday. And usually for a lot of people that's when the season kicks off, when the holiday shopping season, the get-togethers, and whatnot sort of get in full gear. And so we're gonna touch on that first and how that can affect your fitness, how that can affect your diet. But not only that, how we can kind of circumvent that, and then we'll we'll carry on from there. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is because a few years ago, I would give you some some history here. A couple of years ago, I remember when I was working at fit for less uh, the last gym that I was at, a 24-hour, kind of like a globo slash commercial gym, we would always have people coming up to us asking about what our holiday specials, not holiday special, sorry, what our holiday schedule was going to be like. So you might have people asking, hey, what are you going to have for your um, openings as far as New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and um, into the new year? What was it going to look like? And normally it was, it was a 24-hour gym, so you could come in anytime you liked. But there was a real concern that people had because they would be traveling uh, a lot of times we would get calls, people asking us, hey, they're coming in from out of town. They're going to be staying with a family member or a friend for like a week or two. What do you have as far as your scheduling? And so you can really get taken off your game, off of your, off of your ball when you know, you're not able to train in the space that you're used to. You're not able to have the equipment that you like and you're not able to kind of be in your routine. You know, so we want to talk about that for a little bit, and I think the first thing I want to touch on is that regardless of where you're traveling or what you're doing as far as fitness goes, I think it always, it always helps a little bit to say to yourself, okay, I'm going to be traveling for like a couple days or a week for Christmas where am I going to be staying? So usually if you are in an Airbnb or at a hotel or a motel or staying with family or friends, chances are you're going to have a place to sleep. You hope <laughs> you hope you're going to have a place to to lay your head down to rest. And once you've found that, you know, if, if the space allows for it, you can definitely get into some push ups, get into some uh, burpees if you're not making too much noise some air squats, or just, you know, non-weighted squats, calf raises, um, jumping on the spot, jumping jacks, any type of movements that you can do with just the floor, gravity, and your body, you can get a great workout in and still maintain some of your, you know, your fitness goals. It may not be the tricked out gym that you're used to. It may not be the equipment that you are accustomed to, but what it can do is keep you on track and and switch things up a little bit so you're not doing the same old, same old thing. I found uh, one year in particular when we went to um, where my wife's family's from in Cochrane, in Calgary there, or um, yeah, in Calgary, a few years back, I brought a kettlebell with me. And so I know that if you're if you're flying or if you are driving and you want to be very mindful of what you carry in your backpack or in your in your uh, carry-on luggage or in your suitcase, it may not be practical to have a kettlebell with you. Now I had we were driving so I just put it in the trunk and we were good to go. So let's say for example you are flying and you're you're kind of not too sure what's going to be available. There are a lot of pieces of equipment that you could bring. That aren't going to weigh basically anything and as long as you know where you're going to be at if you know that you're going to be in an area where you don't have anything that you can attach to an overhead area where you can do ring pull-ups and chin-ups and 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 muscle-ups and things of that nature you might be able to get away with with bringing your TRX or your rings, as I was saying before, if, if you have a space to hang them. If you don't, there's always bands. I have a few here that help to assist me when I'm doing dips on my uh, on my standard dip machine or pull-ups, things of that nature, but bands really help with that resistance when you're not able to get to a gym and you don't have enough weights. Another thing that you can do that I found very interesting when I worked at fit for less because there was a few motels that were not too far from where we were at and people that were coming into town, they would call ahead of time and say, hey, I'm going to be here. Do you have a drop-in price for a week or a couple of days or, or whatever the case was? And usually with most gyms, they have a drop-in rate. Some can go as low I've seen as five bucks five to six dollars some as expensive as 10 to 20 so it just depends on where you're going chances are if you are able to stay close to like a, a tri leisure or a YMCA or someplace with a pool usually they have punch cards and those punch cards can give you access to the gym that they have in for a week or so when we went to Vancouver a number of years back uh, we were staying on Denman Street which is, I really do like it It's not too far from Kitsilano Beach In Vancouver This downtown area And we stayed at this really cool um, old, It wasn't like an old school hotel But it was definitely very nice And they had one of the nicest Like one of the coolest gyms As far as my um, interpretation of a cool gym It was old school equipment We had everything from the 80s and the 90s Um, they had, and they had modern stuff too. And so you get on some of these pieces of equipment that, you know, have seen some real work put in on them and stuff from the seventies and the eighties and even the nineties and stuff. And, and it was just a fun gym to work out in. It was, it was really nice. And you paid, I think it was part of your, um, if I'm not mistaken, if you were a member of the hotel, it was part of the price. So that's another thing you want to check into. A lot of hotels and motels and places that people are staying in now definitely have built-in you know, areas where people can work out. Now, it may not be much because most of these places will have, at minimum, a treadmill, an elliptical, maybe a not-so-reliable stepping machine. Uh, they might have a few stationary bikes, some free weights, and if you have that, that's more than enough to get a really good full-body workout in while you're in your um, while you're traveling, kind of thing. So, so that's kind of like the first little thing I wanted to touch on, which is it. You don't have to sacrifice your quote-unquote gains or your um, all the progress you've made if you're traveling, and so. That's kind of like a thing that, that takes place at the start of this, the Christmas season where we're just getting thrown off of our regular scheduled routine and we find ourselves in a very interesting space, let's call it that. Now, one of the crazy things that happens as the holiday season progresses and we move past Remembrance Day, we move past Black Friday, is we turn to a lot of parties and get-togethers where there's going to be a lot of food. And one of the main issues that I remember thinking of during the holiday season, and even now as I start to uh, move towards losing some weight for this year and into the coming year, is that consistency is everything. So if you're consistent with your diet, you're consistent with what you are putting into your system, it makes a big difference. And having that you know, schedule of what you're going to put into your body, when you're going to put in when when you're going to put stuff into your body, the amount of calories, carbs, excuse me, fats, salt, sugar. Knowing that is pretty much almost 90% of the battle of fat loss. The other percent is sleep and exercise and rest and recovery. So, if you're able to sit down with yourself and just, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but you could say, okay, um, this week in particular, we're going to have a lot of family get togethers and gatherings. And so, you know, you have your breakfast or you might be on a certain, uh, food regiment, like myself, where from eight to, um, 8 PM till noon or 11 AM the next day, that's your fasting window. And so you you can have your water, you can have your fruit juice or your um, juices that you might have squeezed the night before, or any type of smoothie, but nothing solid. And then as 11 a.m. rolls around, you have your oatmeal, you have your fiber, and you kind of from 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. is your window to eat, and that's your time that you're eating and taking in all of your your nutrients. And you can have it set up to where, you know, you go to the superstore, and get yourself a couple of uh, Ziploc plastic containers. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be something that you are able to food prep. And food prepping is a really, um, really, really great staple for losing weight and staying in shape, but also kind of maintaining your, your goals. And so with the, the plastic Ziploc containers, you can get about three, four, I'd say probably get about six to nine of them and then just put them in your fridge. And what you can do is the day before is you can put together maybe two types of meals. So you can have your brown rice or your white rice. You can have a, so that, that'll that be your carb. And then you can have perhaps maybe some broccoli or some cauliflower or some form of a vegetable. And usually the, the Ziploc containers, they have little segments so you can, you know, put it in there, and then you might have your your protein, so it could be a plant-based protein, or it could be a uh, meat-based protein, depending on what you're looking for, and I know a lot of people will put that onto the other little portion of the Ziploc container, and then you got your sauces and stuff like that, but you're controlling the portions, you know what you prepared, you know what kind of um, ingredients you put into it, and even... By that account, what you can then do is measure everything out. And, and just a quick Google cursory search will give you the amount of carbs and calories and fats that you're putting into your system based on one meal. And so you could then say, okay, you know what? Um, now that from 11 till eight, this is what I'm taking in. If the holiday season is coming where you have a get together on a Saturday, let's say so you got something going on on a Saturday and you know that your grandmother or your aunt or your uncle is going to be making X amount of something. Well, you can make allowances for that by saying, okay, um, my one meal at dinner is going to consist of this, this, and this, like maybe some Turkey, maybe some ham, whatever the case is, you may want to stick to more protein, uh, based stuff versus the carbs, because there might be a little bit more um, sugar and sweeteners added to it. But you can definitely, if you've been sticking to a, a pretty strict diet and a pretty strict um, schedule, there, there is to- you can have some indulgence. And I think the problem normally happens when the holiday season gets to us is that we're we're in this state of euphoria where, okay, like it's it's Christmas, it's New Year's, we make a lot more. I want to use the word allowances, but we make a lot more reasons to cheat on our diet. Ah, the diet will start in the new year. Oh, it'll start after this, this. And again, you can um, create a schedule for yourself that you've been disciplined enough to stick with it for the full year, so the holiday season isn't something that you just want to throw away with all your progress, but you can definitely... Make, uh, excuse me, better choices with how you're eating and what you're putting into your system and not really have to be that weird guy or girl in the corner eating your, your, uh, your broiled chicken breast and your bland white rice and stuff like that. Uh, but you could add some flavor to it. You, you have, there's various sauces out there that are very low in sodium, very low in saturated anything and, you know, or you can make your own. There's a lot of DIY stuff online where you can Create your own sort of flavor um, profiles for your meals. And the great thing about the meal prepping is that once you break it down as, as far as cost goes, so per meal, depending on what you're putting in there and the portion sizes, you could be spending two, three, four bucks a meal. And in today's economy where it's so pricey, where having a meal or going out to eat can cost anywhere from forty to fifty dollars per person. The idea that you can get a a meal for a couple bucks just with some prep work is is pretty pretty astonishing. So it's not that I know I've I've tried it in the past and I'm re I'm bringing that back into my scheduling. And what I've found is when you do that you're more likely to stick to something close to that. So you don't totally go off the wagon at a party and just inhale everything in sight, you know? And, and that, that's it. To be honest with you, that's a good portion of what really hurts people during the holiday season. And so as we kind of, you know, as you're moving along, the last thing you want to do is make people feel bad when they've made food for you or they've, Prepped stuff and they're getting together And they're having a really good holiday Get together You don't want to be that guy that's Just kind of bringing the whole Bringing the whole vibe down You know, you want to, you want to enjoy yourself And I think, I think you can do that But doing it responsibly So, But yeah, I think also The holiday season could Could really Bring people To a place of Depression and I was saying this on my other podcast, on the uh, Marketplace of Ideas podcast, where the holiday season in particular can be so draining. If, you, if you're if you blessed to have a lot of family, if you're blessed to have a lot of friends or get-togethers, co-workers, maybe a church family or a synagogue or a mosque, or, I mean, if you you're not... Like, I guess, Christian, you may not celebrate the holiday season, but there's still get-togethers and people wanting to hang out, and you may not have a lot of that. You may have some some family members that just don't talk anymore, you know, you might be stressed out because, hey man, money's tight and you don't have enough funds to buy the things you want for your loved ones, you you don't have enough to um, give your spouse something really nice, or you know or your money's being sucked up by having to pay for car payments or just to keep the lights on just to keep uh just to keep the water running and that could really wear down on people and so what fitness can definitely do is it's a stress relief when you're in there and you're lifting or you're running or you're you know you're uh, swimming or hiking or climbing your mind is focused on the task at hand or at least you hope it is you know you Maybe put your phone away or what have you But you're focused on the lift You're focused on The run You're focused on hitting the bag Or swimming And It can cause this feeling of How can I put this Um, Euphoria Almost a meditative state Where you're not You're not worried about what's happening You're not worried about The fact that hey you know whoever in your family isn't talking to the other person and you've got to like res- um, re- referee it. And it's, it's also a time of, of happiness and that happiness can get a little bit overwhelming for a lot of people because there's just a lot you try to fit in. And so I, I was listening to a pastor talk about this many years ago and I heard another one reference it a couple of weeks ago where in life we have this bucket in our day. So our bucket, we have this bucket for our day and we have these rocks and these huge boulders or, you know, medium sized rocks. And these rocks represent the important things we have to do in our lives. So it might be we have sleep, eating, working out, maybe prayer time, maybe some form of meditation, your work, time with your family, time with your loved ones. And they take up a lot of space. And so you put those rocks in the bucket first. And then everything else that is kind of like the accessory stuff is filled up with sand. And the, the analogy was that if you don't make room for the big stuff first, w- once everything else gets filled up in there, there's no room for the important stuff. And that's why you'll have people that will not be able to get their workouts in or finish that book or, you know, spe- call their loved ones or, or call their, their friends and tell them, hey, see how they're doing and stuff like that. Because we get so much of the small little stuff in there first. And so you want to prioritize the workout. You want to prioritize your meal prep. You want to prioritize your um, time with your loved ones. And then the excess stuff around it will... Will still be there, but it won't be as important. And I think that's where a lot of us end up. We end up, particularly with the holidays, with, you know, I got to rush over here and purchase this package, and I've got to go to this meeting, and I've got this email, and I've got to fight traffic, and I've got to, you know, order something from an online store like Walmart or Amazon. I got to, and you're not focusing on the important stuff. And as we're talking about fitness and everything else here, your scheduling can get thrown off. Your diet can get thrown off. And you can find yourself almost reducing your fitness to a maybe, not a must in your, in your life. And it happens to the best of us, right? We, we have good intentions. We want to spend time with family and loved ones. But as we get you know, pulled in different directions... It can get crazy it can get crazy I remember one Christmas Eve In particular I was so drained From just trying to get to Fit everything in I was trying to see uh, this, this side of the family The other side of the family I was trying to also Fit in a work thing There was shopping There was a dinner With my parents uh, When mom was still alive There was All of this stuff And I just had to stop And say look This is this is ridiculous. Like there's no way you can fit it all in. There's no way you can make time for everything. And I think that's it's something that that's really a blessing to have if you have that many people wanting to get together with you and hang out with you, but but what I would what I would say is that you want to make it so You're prioritizing stuff. And this is a little bit, I won't say controversial, but it's a little, it can cause a little bit of strain within various family members. You have to say no. And it's not, uh, it's not always welcomed for, for you to say no to family, but sometimes you have to put your foot down and say, I can, I can only do so much. And obviously, you want to talk to family about that kind of stuff and be very, um, be very delicate about it. But I remember when we had our first daughter, I said right after that, Christmas Day, I wasn't leaving the house. I don't care who it was. If you wanted to come by, come by the apartment when we were living there, come by our house, feel free. But as far as Christmas Day is concerned, we're gonna have dinner here if people wanted to join that's awesome and that allowed us to have a, a peace of mind and so that meant that hey okay you know what christmas eve boxing day whatever in the morning i'm gonna be working out because i know we're, we're just gonna see one member of the family that's it or we're just gonna go to one function that day we weren't gonna double up and do two or three or four things and Even though this may not tie into fitness, it definitely does when you're trying to make time for it. Because the crazy thing about working out or trying to, you know, I'm sorry, get your sleep or whatever the case is, if you're not actually making the time to do it, if you don't have a set schedule that says, hey, I'm going to sit my butt down and head to the gym or I'm going to do my food prep or I'm going to, you know, hit the hay Things get things get like that sand we talked about, and all the big boulders that you have that you want to, you know, um, important stuff you want to handle, they don't get handled and they get pushed to the side. It's crazy, it really is. And I think as the season progresses, obviously we have the you know the New Year's resolution crowd and the people who want to. You know, start a new, a new, new year, new you, and all that kind of stuff. And and I, I do recall one year in particular. Uh, it was the second last year I was at the gym, where the New Year's rush we saw about almost 200 plus new sign up signees. It was insane. It was crazy. Sorry if I'm a bit stuffy. I got a bit of a cold here. <laughs> um, but we. We had about 200 signups. It was crazy. I remember the month, like for three weeks in January, it was just every shift, you were just run off your feet because you were just, you, like we had full staff and it was one person was just, was glued to the till. The other person was just on the card reader where we were just signing people up. And the other person was doing the, the crowd walkthrough with the gym and everything. And I remember that summer, there was one gentleman in particular that I signed up personally and he was still there. He was still coming every, every day. He had had some health issues, but he was a trooper, and he was, he was there so often. He's the type of gym member that you don't make any money off of because they're there every day, which is kind of nice, right? But he was there, and he was loving it. But he, he, and maybe a, a handful of others were. That was it. The rest had just kind of fallen off, and. It is kind of sad, you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that there's a broken aspect of the gym culture where people feel they need a new year to start a new tradition. But back to like the the focus point of the of the of the episode is that the the holiday season in particular can be a time where we're we're start we're we're reminiscing we're we're rec- we're sort of doing our That's what I'm looking for. Kind of like our tally of the year. Like, what were the wins? What were the losses? You start to see a lot of top 10 lists out there for uh, the New Year's Eve, um, best of, worst of, bloopers, best movies, best books. And I think you shouldn't treat your fitness like that because it should be a consistent thing. Your diet should be a consistent thing. Your sleep should be a consistent thing. I mean, granted, like I was saying, we you have times where you're travelling and the holiday season could you know throw things off a little bit but for the most part we don't have a season where we're saying I'm going to start brushing my teeth now or I'm going to start going to the bathroom more or I'm going to start doing these things like the things that you have in your life that allow you to have a high quality of life be it the way you care for yourself the way you you know your finances whatever the, the case is the bottom the bottom line is that they're a non-negotiable part of your life. When you wake up in the morning and you go to brush your teeth or you go to go to the bathroom or take care of, you know, you got your supplements or whatever else, if, if that's a habit for you, it becomes second nature. And that's where you really want to get to. You want to get to a place where exercise, working out, taking your, you know, your, your diet seriously and everything else is similar to brushing your teeth. It's literally the same as making sure that you have um, enough water to drink and that you put your pants on, you have your clothes on first thing in the morning, and you are living the life. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that we take something so serious or something so important as being fit or, you know, trying to lose weight or take care of our health and treat it as something that we can just treat as an option. You know, when you were in high school and you had options, you had, you had your math, you had your science, you had your chemistry and your biology, but then your options were like, you know, um, gym and, and your, uh, COM calm and home ec and stuff like that. Those were the options you could take. But we have to remember that your fitness has to stay as if it was, as it is, something that's really important that isn't something you can just not do. I definitely feel that's, that's a great place to have your, your mindset. Because if you can say to yourself, hey, I don't want to have my fitness or my health be something that I just kind of worry about if I'm sick, or worry about when hey I I want to go on a hiking trip in the in the fall, and so I'm gonna prep for that. But it's it's just a part of your life. And you look at people like The Rock. You look at people like Jason Statham. Oh, yeah, uh, Jason Statham. Sorry, uh, Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Hart. You know, uh, Tom Brady back in the day, Michael Jordan. All of these high achievers were, were people who kept their fitness as, man, I, it was, it was primarily what they did and there was no discussion about it. And it wasn't even something that they felt was out of the ordinary. They just every day went to the gym, ate right. And you saw the results and that's primarily where you want to get to. So hopefully this kind of helps. You know, I know a lot of people, as as I was saying, the holiday season is approaching. It can be kind of frightening to have to adjust and to prep and stuff like that. But if you start the habit now of, you know, prepping your meals for at least a day or two and making sure that you are getting your sleep and working out and everything else, I think you'll be okay. So like I was saying before, I want to thank you for listening Regardless of where you're listening to your where you get your podcast episodes, you can find us, the Adult Fitness Podcast. We are everywhere and anywhere you get your podcast information, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, you name it. We're there. Uh, but yeah, like I said, want to thank you for listening. Until next time, keep fit and have fun. Peace.